I got red in my ledger, I'd like to wipe it out. Can you? Can you wipe out that much red? Drakov's daughter? Sao Paulo? The hospital fire? Barton told me everything. Your ledger is dripping. It's gushing red, and you think saving a man no more virtuous than yourself will change anything? This is the basest sentimentality. This is a child at prayer. Pathetic! You lie and kill in the service of liars and killers. You pretend to be separate, to have your own code, something that makes up for the horrors. But they are part of you. And they will never go away. And here we go. It's the comic, 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 comic book book. Man, you come right out of a comic book. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies with Nerdist New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, a.k.a. the Task Manager, uh, with my co-host. Uh, yeah, this is Eli, a.k.a. Authority Savage. That's my that's my Wu-Tang name generator name. Wait, 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 wait. How can it be your Wu-Tang generator name? You said your Wu-Tang generator name was Thrash Jaws. You only get one try. You no, one Thrash Jaws is my PS game, my gamer name. Oh, okay. So yeah. what was it one more time? You Authority Savage. <laughs> 30 Savage? Okay. Authority. Oh, Authority Savage. I thought you like was like 21 Savage or something. Like, <laughs> you're like the older cousin or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we're back with the episode. And yeah, like I said, we actually have a lot of show to do. Uh, people saw the title. They know what they're coming to see. And we're going to talk about it. Not going to be the entire show. We're going to say we're going to say. Move on. Hit topics to get it going. Because Eli, people have been complaining about it. It's too much malarkey going on this show. Too many shenanigans. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we're going we're gonna to streamline it. I like the malarkey. The malar- <laughs> malarkey is fun in a controlled setting. <laughs> you can't have too much at one time. So I love yeah. the shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. So uh, yeah. So what we're gonna do? We're just gonna just jump into it. Cause the thing is, now that the box office is back, we actually have box office numbers with something we hadn't had for two years. So now we have it, and we're trying to still get into the groove of how this thing works. So yeah, let's let's just jump into it. So. Give it to me. What is the number one movie of the week? It's I hear I hear it's a Marvel movie. It's a always a Marvel movie. movie. <laughs> one of those funny books. We're back. Ba- has have we? Is it? Is everything back to normal now? <laughs> oh, we're almost, almost. And that's actually what I'm going to talk about because some people could say we're back. Some people could say eh, not quite. But it all depends on perspective. Yeah. But and and as we say in the FGC. It's Marvel, baby. <laughs> Only a few people get that, but still. Yeah, so yes, Black Widow. I'm going to blow this up. Get us out of here. Boom. Black Widow is number one at the box office right now at a whopping 80, 000, uh, 80 million. That is the biggest box office since Rise of Skywalker in 2019. That's the biggest wow. opening weekend we've had since then. And uh, that was during Christmas. That was in the wintertime. 
that was in the wintertime, like the last week of 2019. So, yeah, almost two years were going on before we had a box off this big. Uh, it beat Fast and Furious 9, Fast Saga. Eli, do you remember the bet? Oh, yeah. yeah I just remembered it. I, I knew you were going to forget. Honestly, I would have been I would have been shocked if you would have remembered it. <laughs> <laughs> you would have had like a he would have had a donut damn to go i should have got it. some do- oh i could have i could have had some donuts man no 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 but here's Instead the thing Eli, is that you got candy but here's the thing it wasn't just you i wish i still had those numbers for that story but you weren't the only one that got the numbers wrong so most of the people because like i said i did a voting i did a poll going for it most people voted your way oh, they really? thought that yeah they thought that fast and the furious was uh was gonna was gonna uh you know beat black widow for the same reason you said because of Disney Plus streaming, you can just watch it at home and just be done with it. But turns out it won. Now, Fast and Furious did 70 million over the weekend. Black Widow did 80 million over the weekend. So it wasn't like it just blew it out the water, but it did manage to beat it. But Eli, here's the thing. The people that voted for it, they put in what toppings they wanted you to eat. And when I saw that, you don't want to do that. Your oh. own brother, your own brother threw you under the bus. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He said a peanut butter donut. Do they even make those? I don't know. No, that's the thing. People would like naming weird shit that I didn't even know was a thing or may not even be a thing. Somebody said mayonnaise donut. So yeah, I don't that, that ain't happening. I don't even put mayonnaise on sandwiches. Fuck that <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> Too much melanin for mayonnaise. We don't do yeah, that. I- <laughs> we don't do that here. <laughs> what was the other one? I can't remember what the other one was. Oh, mayonnaise. It was something that I was just like, let me see if I can find it. I can't find it. it was something that probably would have killed you. But we're not gonna do it. Like bleach or some shit. <laughs> it wasn't bleach. Oh, damn, what was it? I can't remember what it was. Let me look it up. Let me go to the call list. Let's see. Uh well, hey. Me donating five dollars message. Nice. Good looking out. I don't know who you gave that money to, but yeah, okay. But hey, good for you, man. <laughs> good for you. Yeah. Somebody's somebody will get paid over that. So yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm pretty sure I didn't turn that feature on, but yeah. Oh <laughs> um, what else were we talking about? Let me see. But it's funny that you know. Even though found it, black, black soy sauce, soy sauce, on a donut. soy sauce, yeah, on a donut, hmm. on a donut. I wonder what donut would I wonder what what donut like what flavor or donut? Or, or pickle relish, pickle relish. Yeah, I mean, if you put soy sauce on a donut, it's a soy sauce donut. That's gonna just cover up any flavor that's it's on. It's like it. a so- and soy sauce is salty, so that's and, almost no, like it, a, it's like sweet. A, it's sweet and salty. Yeah, so I'm talking like if you do like a like a like a salted chocolate pretzel, that's like really not that bad. <laughs> okay, so it probably wouldn't kill you. So I guess they could have came. So basically, your brother gave you the worst one. <laughs> Everybody else peanut, like peanut butter. I mean, yeah, I that's mean, not that bad. No, I eat peanut, peanut butter donut peanut all, the, all the time. And bacon and eggs. Somebody said bacon and eggs on a donut. You know two, what they have? But two, but two donuts. Two donuts. Like a like bacon. a sandwich. Like they were doing like that sandwich. shit at like KFC. They were doing the, like the Luther. They called it the Luther because they oh. got from American Idol. He made a sandwich called the, and they think his name was Luther and they called it the Luther. Okay. I think cuz yeah. it was big and fat and it would kill you. Okay. You know? Well, I I heard all these weird like like burgers and chicken sandwiches made with donuts for buns. You know? Oh yeah, like no, no, no. This is like Phoenix. Okay, I don't know what Love Gorge float hole has good breath. Okay, yeah, all right, I agree. Thanks for the five dollars, <laughs> whoever you gave it to. Oh uh, yeah, but I'm trying to see. But that's all the donuts we talked about. Uh, Black Widow barely edged out. But here's the thing: to the, the go deeper into the numbers that Black Widow gave out, uh, it was also eighty million at the box office. But here's the thing, Eli: 
it was 60 million on Disney Plus. That's what I heard. Yeah. So because the thing is, because you know, on these streaming numbers, they never release these numbers. But this time Disney decided to go out and just say, hey, we made 60 million on Disney Plus. So almost they almost made as much money on Disney Plus as they did in the in the theater. As a matter of fact, they probably made more on Disney Plus. I think all the money on Disney Plus, they keep that money. They don't share with anybody. So they probably made more on Disney Plus doing that. So a lot of people decide to stay at home, sit and watch it. Here's the thing, Eli. You know how much my tickets were for Black Widow? Fifty dollars. Forty one. Forty one. Just for your ticket? No, two tickets. Two tickets. But okay. still. But I wanted to go to D uh D box and sit in the expensive seats. Now D box is a different experience where like the seats rumble and stuff like that. So you know when car chases are going on and the cars are weaving through traffic, the seats like lean and you know when people explodes and stuff, the car starts, you know, seat starts rumbling, stuff like that. So you get an extra added bonus experience with it, you know. Oh, is this that shit where it's like 4D or something where you get the you smell shit and shit like that? Maybe I don't know. Oh, may I, I don't know. The 4DX where the the you get like sprayed with water and shit like that. No, 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 not that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. I'm pretty sure they have things like that, but this isn't that. This is like three and a half D or some shit. Okay, you, know? you don't get sprayed in the face. Nothing. You don't. You don't smell anything doing a sex scene or anything like that. It just, it just, <laughs> uh so yeah like, but I, even though even though like it, it came out on disney plus you know black widow came out on disney plus this weekend as well as the theaters it still beat you know it still had a huge box office so all this horse shit about how streaming service are killing cinema <laughs> well i mean that's what okay here's the, here's the thing eli now we can say that black, black widow got hit black widow got hit because 80 million for a marvel movie that ain't shit. Thor: The Dark World did a better opening weekend than this. Yeah, so you can say these, these are Marvel numbers, though. Yeah, Thor: The Dark Marvel, World is a Marvel movie. Marvel, but Marvel, <laughs> and I'll talk about it in the review. I mean, there's some sort of higher standard when it comes to Marvel and shit. I mean, I'm just saying as far as box office number. Now we can talk about quality and cinema and like that. Women lie, men lie. Numbers don't. As far as the numbers go, nobody's doing what Marvel is doing. I mean, we we can at least admit that from an objective point of view. I mean, that's all I'm saying. So now, as far as the review, let me go first, Eli. Let me get all my shit out the way, and then you can dump on it however you want to after that. But yeah, I'm going to just go ahead and start. We're just going to just well, I might as well through. just yeah, go take a shit. <laughs> yeah, smoke a cigarette, whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah. And not going anywhere for a while. <laughs> <Can't be> <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by Snickers. Uh, so yeah, let me see where we're gonna go with that. Did I get it? Ah, damn it, I didn't get the Black Widow thing on there. Um, fuck, I could talk and go at the same time. Matter of fact, I'm just we're on Twitch, right? We have a Twitch channel, yeah. We got people on Twitch right now. We probably get more views on Twitch than anything else right now. Okay, a whopping five. Oh, here we go. You found us? No, no, that's not us. Wow, no, that's comic book nation. No, I I just searched comic book bullies. Are we comic book bullies? We're comic book bullies on there. We're not comic book nation. That is another podcast. Shout out to them, whoever they are. <laughs> I just searched. I, I don't ever see us. Are we on there? Honestly. See, this is why I don't follow our shit. I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you have so much faith in us, Eli. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, let me just start off with this uh, in, uh, review. Just go right into it. First, since I'm going to just fill us a little bit, just talk about exactly what Black Widow is and why it took so long for Black Widow to even be a thing. Main thing, it took Black Widow to be a thing because uh, before Kevin Feige was the boss of Marvel, they had another boss called Ike Perlmutter. 
and Ike Perlmutter pretty much gave a uh, a mandate that anybody that's you know a woman or a person of color can get their own movie. They are regulated to sidekick role, and that is it. So pretty much a Black Widow movie was not, and not just Black Widow movie, Black Widow toys, merchandising, or just anything was not going to happen. That's why it took so long for Black Widow to come out. That's why it took so long for Black Panther to come out. Black Panther was supposed to get a nod like back in Age of Ultron, but they kept pushing the shit back, you know. Uh, so that's the thing with Black Widow. Um, even though people liked her and people said, why don't she have a movie? She needs to get a movie. They didn't do it. They didn't want it. And, and it was just because of Black Widow. It was because anytime a, a, super, a woman superhero movie came out, they all lost money. I mean, what you had? Electra, Catwoman, you know, shit like that. So all the all those movies just lost money. So it made them even less weary to actually put out a Black Widow movie. But it all changed a lot because of one movie, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. When Wonder Woman came out, that changed. They're like, oh, so these movies can make money if they're done right. So what do they do? They decide to turn around and do Captain Marvel. <laughs> it's a movie nobody asked for. So you got Black Widow right here. They didn't do anything. And I'm going to talk about like how Marvel treated the Black Widow character overall. I think overall they just pretty much shitted on this character. You know, they could have did her more service than what they did but it is at the end of the day it is what it is so um what else to say about this movie it's i mean it's so much to say now so we finally got the movie do we need this movie no is it pretty much hold on let me see what we got here cliff, hey, cliff's in the do? house what's up cliff what it do uh don't give us five dollars because i don't know where that five dollars going to sorry about that light phoenix oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are we talking about okay so like i said does this movie did we need this movie? No. Does this movie turn the Marvel Universe on its ear? No. Does it have like a huge impact on where the Marvel Universe is going? No. It's more or less a side story. You know what this movie is, Eli? This it's movie is solo. It's sure. not even a pre- no, it's not even a prequel. It's not even a sequel. It's a side story. It's a side quest. When you're going to the main mission and you're going in and you're like, oh, let me just take this side quest and get some extra experience points, stuff like that. In video game terms, that's what the movie is. It's a side quest. It's solo. It's exactly solo. I'm going to tell you why it's solo, because solo didn't need to exist. It came out after the main character died. It pretty much added nothing to the main universe. It was just a story just to have. So that's what this was. Um now there's some other things that made it solo okay so another reason what the whole plot of solo was based on certain things that maybe a phrase here that somebody said or maybe like a insignia here that somebody said in star wars just like little references here and there and it's pretty much just let's make a movie out of that reference that's what black widow is the entire and i'm gonna spoil the movie for you but the whole movie is based off a line that loki said in avengers 2012 Dracoff's daughter loki yeah, and oh. we'll talk about Loki in a second. Also, I thought the it was like is, when I thought it was like when her, her and Hawkeye were fighting in New York, and it's this okay. Like, two two lines, two lines, <laughs> still from Avengers, two lines. So one line from Loki when he was berating her, Dracoff's daughter, Sao Paulo, red in your ledger. You know, basis her taking care of that information. Meanwhile, also what happened in Budapest was so basically those two lines that everybody's saying, "What happened in Budapest? What happened in Budapest? Do we really care what happened in Budapest?" No, but let's make Budapest a thing. So the whole movie is about what happened to Budapest 
and what happened to Dracoff's daughter and Dracoff and all the stuff like that. Let's see what we got here. Exactly. We know how it ends. And that's the thing. Like I said, we and plus we already know how it ends because spoiler alert, Black Widow dies. <laughs> so which is another thing kind of takes out the tension of this movie. So it almost feels like that uh, Black Widow is bulletproof in this movie because we know nothing can happen to her. It's predestined. That's what Loki has been telling us. It's predestined. Now, if you want to shock me, Loki would have showed up in halfway in this movie, told her what was going to happen, and they could pretty much go do some other shit. You know, the TVA catches us or shit like that, but nothing happened. Plays out exactly how it did. Now, now that I said it, Eli, let's move all this stuff out the way. How do I feel about the movie? Personally, I thought the movie was awesome. The movie gave me what I wanted in a solo marvel uh black widow movie and that's the thing that people don't un uh marvel fans have a hard time understanding this is a standalone movie it has no impact on the multiverse or the atmospheres like that there was a stinger at the end that may have an effect on something in the future but it wasn't like a oh shit it was just okay that was cool uh instead it could have saved me to put this on disney plus to the wandavision Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot Cliff hates all those Cliff, stuff. So, Cliff, yeah. hate, Cliff don't like nothing of shit. Yeah, Cliff, Cliff don't like anything. <laughs> anything before 1982, he hates it. So yeah. <laughs> uh, and not just comics, just anything. Just afros, bell bottoms, just whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like I said, we have the movie here because when you just talk about it on a standalone movie, Eli, it hits the buttons that I was looking for. Now, we understand that Black Widow is an Avenger and she's a superhero and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, she's human. So she can't do what Thor does and Iron Man does or Black Panther or anymore. You can't do with that. So you gotta you gotta break it down to its bare necessities. And what Black Widow did is go to pretty much kind of what made Black uh uh Winter Soldier popular. It kind of went to the well there. Not saying it's Winter Soldier level. By any stretch of the imagination, I'm just saying it went to that way. It was a spy movie, like like Winter Soldier was. It was a spy movie, but the thing is, they took references and homages from spy the spy genre. Let me see who we got here, and that's why I'm finna dig in a little bit more. Who we got? That one issue that it was Taskmaster. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, that, don't tell me that was your only issue, Cliff. Come on now, give it to me. <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> I don't believe you. I was super disappointed. Every, how they had everybody a doesn't ever. like, yeah. And, and, I, and I will get to Taskmaster also. We will talk about Taskmaster too because, yes, I had a problem with Taskmaster also. This was not a perfect movie, but as far as what I was looking for in a Black Widow movie, it hit the point. Like I said, Eli, you know I've been on this spy thing for a while, and it hit the points. I saw the references, what they were making. This was pretty much like the three big, the big three of the spy genre. Jason Bourne, which was the first act, and which actually that's the act I love the most. I know, that's that, what I noticed. I noticed like at first some of those first couple of fight scenes, there were the, the the camera was all like handheld like and handheld, yeah, the chase like the scenes, the Bourne movies. Yeah. It, it was the, the Bourne, Bourne movie, yeah. or she has to uncover her past, just like the Bourne movies. So they're really digging in that with the Bourne movie. It was like it wasn't a whole lot of CGI at the beginning of that. You could tell it was a lot of practical effects. So they were really going for the born, you know, uh, part of that. Then you also had Mission Impossible, which actually this isn't the first time Marvel ripped off Mission Impossible because Winter Soldier did it. But they had to do it in here, you know, with the heist mission. Oh, it's impossible to take down this guy and find the Red Room. But they do it. They do the mass swapping, which they stole from Mission Impossible. So they threw that in there. And also James Bond. Okay. But here's the thing. But they didn't do Daniel Craig, James Bond. They were watching Moonraker. I Moonraker. Yeah. 
they stole okay i'm glad you said i'm glad you said it you actually making me jump the gun but i'm gonna just jump into it they stole a scene from moonraker they actually stole a bunch of scenes from moonraker for instance like the whole point of moonraker at the end is that they couldn't find the base because it was up in in space whatever like that and the same thing with the red room they couldn't find it because it was up in the sky now just like we seen the scene with uh black widow fighting taskmaster in free fall falling from debris going after her guess what they did that from moonraker I was gonna say point break. Jay, but <laughs> they didn't do it point break. I, I can't yeah. remember that. But, yeah, but they yeah, did they point break. I need to rewatch point break. But they <laughs> did that where Jaws and James Bond were fighting in free fall. So they took that from Moonraker. You know, uh, even other James Bond refs they did when he, uh, he gave like an alias call of Fanny Longbottom. You know, they always do that stuff like Pussy Galore and Holly Goodhead, you know, in these James Bond movies. So or they, they make James, it. James Bond going rogue and whatever movie. Yeah, and rogue, rogue license to kill and all this <laughs> stuff like that. Oh, really, brother, with Taskmaster. And the, I don't believe you, Cliff. I don't believe you. Now, I, I'm not saying you didn't have a problem with Taskmaster. I know you had a problem. And it, you didn't like the widow? Come on. There you go with Cliff. There you go. That's the Cliff I know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it. Okay. So he said he didn't like the new widow. I, I love the new widow. I thought she stole the show. Everything oh, she the, was saying. The, her, sister? the sister. Yeah. I thought oh, she. Her whole that's dynamic, how this was. It was just to set that up. Yeah. This was a backdoor pilot. That's another thing about the movie. There was a backdoor pilot for the white widow. And because I'm starting, even though uh, Yelena, both whatever her name was, she'd been the comics since the 90s, stuff like that. She was the Black Widow when Natasha disappeared, or like that. But I'm starting to hear her reference more as the White Widow. So they probably called the Black Widow. She's the White Widow. She got the same skills, same fighting style. I almost like how she, you know, kept taking the piss out of uh, uh, Black Widow. Well, why are you doing the the fighting pose? You always posing, you know, all yeah. shit like that. Oh, uh, and the thing I like about this movie, Eli, is that the themes of this movie are probably some of the darkest themes out of any MCU movie. Like they. And that's Fam the thing. Family? <laughs> family. family. Don't, you say it three times, Vin Diesel will pop up. Yeah. <laughs> Live my life, family, minutes at a time. <laughs> Not an exact quote, but they'll probably say it sort of like. <laughs> Nothing beats family. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's the thing. Like the, the themes they handled this movie, man. Like they said, they talking about the Russian sleeper cell at the beginning of the movie, which was a thing. They even caught a Russian sleeper cell back in 2010. That's how she was raised. And the thing was that Natasha was old enough to realize that it was all fake. But, you know, uh, Yelena was so young, she didn't know. She thought that was a real family. You could tell you that. And this movie, like, has a heavy themes of, you know, human trafficking, you know, child kidnapping. This is stuff that, you know, Marvel doesn't really touch anymore. And they really go there. Their main superhero is tied to this stuff. You know, and I thought that, wow, that's why when the movie first opened up, and it had the intro scene of not the normal Marvel stuff. It was actually like showing like children getting taken and young girls can take stuff like that. I was like, okay, they, they go in there. Um, and plus, Eli, the main bad guy. I don't think people caught on who the main bad guy was. Hold on, let me see what we got. Taskmaster? <laughs> no, He's talking not about comics. Cliff's still talking about the comics. And shit. White Canary, Black Canary saying shit, Legends of Marvel tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's all connected. It's, it's an omniverse, you know what I'm saying. But the thing is, Eli, Dracoff. Dracoff was a powerful man, old, not too attractive, that has power over young women that he treats as disposable objects. Who does that remind you of? Oh. Come on. 
That's <laughs> what, 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 that I, I never think about this guy. Why would I think about? Because <laughs> <laughs> I think about him all the time. Just <laughs> but I, when I was watching the movie, that's all I kept thinking about. I was oh, about shit. to say James Bond, but hey. Oh shit! You you ruining my childhood, Eli. <laughs> I don't want to think about them the same spirit, but now I can't unsee it. You know. But also, he was a powerful man that you're was. You go. You just took a left turn. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Let's go there. You know. <laughs> uh, let's go deeper. I, I, I'm not done yet. I'm, let's go a little bit deeper. Oh, now, yeah, he was your... going, yeah. I because I didn't. I I I just looked at the hole and said, ah. Eh. <laughs> oh, but wait, it gets worse. <laughs> now, like I said, we talk about an old man that uses chemical, uh, you know, intoxications to control young women. Not just him. Who else? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. You don't see that? I, that's what I saw when I watched this movie. It's, no. it's I, mean, I get the references. I, I got all the, you know, the women's lib thing and he yeah. was controlling their minds. And I got the big feminist you know, empowerment at the end, you're free, free to make up your mind, free, you're free to do what you want with your bodies. I got all of that, but I didn't yeah. think about Bill Cosby or Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> That's <laughs> all I thought about the whole time when I was watching this movie. I was, because you got to remember, when was this movie supposed to come out? Like 2019, 2020, something like that, when Me Too was more relevant. It, it's just like Wonder Woman, when Wonder Woman came out late and it was having them things about Trump, but it came out so late, it was just like, eh, we kind of over that now. Same thing with Black Widow. Yeah, they had these themes about Harvey Weinstein, about how he controlled these women, but that was in 2019 when that was a hot topic. Now we're in 2021, and, you know, more important shit was on our mind then. You know, like, we all almost died last year, so our minds kind of drifted away from that. You know, so we're on some other shit now. So that's yeah. why when this message is coming out now, it doesn't yeah, creep, hit All the creeps had to stay at home. They couldn't go and, you know, harass anybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hell, nobody was watching movies, so you couldn't hire anybody. You know, where was Josh Wheaton at? You know. <laughs> oh, there, Leary, that's deep. I'm just saying, Cliff, that's the stuff I saw when I watched the movie. I know everybody was like, you know, where is Mephisto tied and all this shit? Like, that's the shit I was thinking about when I was watching the movie, you know. Uh, even the thing about just like the whole themes of family, like we said, we're talking about family. You know, the funny thing about family, we, we were watching this movie. I was watching this movie. Now, Black Widow is an Avenger. And this movie was way more believable than Fast and the Furious was, like Fast 9 was. Like Fast Nine just had some shit that was just like they had space cars in that movie. Like, like a, a Pontiac Ferrero went into space in Fast Nine. Nothing like that happens to Black Widow. Everything in Black Widow, like, well, at least she's not Vin Diesel. <laughs> so I was just like, you know, because Vin Diesel would it at least Black Widow got hurt, you know, a couple of times. A couple of times her arm, you know, got out of place and like that. She had to snap back in place. None of that shit happens to Vin Diesel. Oh yeah, he jumps out of a you know a moving car at a hundred per. Right, like, it just, just keeps going. Up, just gets up and walks away and shit. Right, just walks away, nothing. At least Black Widow was like, oh shit, that hurt. You know, none yeah. of that would be in diesel. So yeah, she got a she got a she got a bruise and owies and shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I appreciate that that they didn't make Black Widow superhuman or you know invincible like they love to do. A lot of these women heroes in these movies, like they're just untouchable, can't be touched. They're Mary Sue's, you know. I'm not saying I'm not calling names, just saying they don't do it. Black Widow was not that in this movie. And she was a morally complicated person. I'll go to this in a second. We'll be talking about uh group going to come out. You didn't say the the VD word, so we we're, we're still good. We got we got one more, we got one more chance before he pops up. Uh what I'm gonna talk about. Um hold on. Uh was it better than salt? I can't remember salt, to be honest with you. 
I never saw Saw. I never saw it. Was, it was an Angelina Jolie movie, which pretty much the same movie as this. She was a sleeper sale agent, spy, long, long whatever. Kiss good night. Long kiss Charlie good Baltimore. Night. Yeah, yeah, same thing. And so all at the same. I mean, like women's spy movies like that. But yeah, that, that's the thing where I was going with this movie. Uh, the family aspect of it. I like it because he had two themes going on. You had like her Avengers family broke up. So she went back to the family, but she didn't consider, you know, her family. She grew up with her family because they pretty much fucked over. Uh, Red Guardian, like I said, he's pretty much played for last. But if you really think about it, he sold his children into slavery, even though they really weren't his children. But that's what he did, you know, for human trafficking. Then he acting like he doesn't know why they're mad at him. I mean, he kind of destroyed their lives. So, you know, I, I thought that was, you know, a, a pretty deep thing. Like I said, the movie deal with some dark themes, but it's a Marvel movie. So they play it off. And I think that's what, to me, that's what held the movie back from becoming like the upper echelon movie that it could have been. Marvel, it, it hit the Marvel ceiling. Like you gotta well, be she a killed, Marvel. Well, well, not really. She didn't kill. And that—that's the point. Yeah. That's exactly what I was about to say. Drakov's daughter. The whole point was about Drakov's daughter, and she had read in her ledger. But it turns out she didn't kill Drakov's daughter. No. And that's the thing about Eli. When soon as they said Drakov's daughter, I knew that that was Taskmaster. The yeah, moment pretty much. They, I was yeah. like going through, is it going to be her mom? Is it going to be her real mom? Or right. is it going to be the daughter? The real mom will be saved for the sequel that will never happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I was like, damn, she blew up a building with the little girl in it to kill her dad. And I'm like, you know who's never done that? Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Batman's like- never been that big of a dick, so fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, like Batman's hardcore, man. That's how he does it, you know. So, and here's the thing, Eli. I want to show you something. Matter of fact, Cliff, I want to show you something too, because I'm gonna bring this up later on. Now, y'all called me a madman. Y'all, y'all, y'all said I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about, but I want to show you something. In the group, in the Facebook group that we're on, I want you to see something. Now, what does that say? You probably I can't see. It. Let me really see if I can blow it up. They're going to make. Oh yeah, yeah. And I said this back in August 20th, 2019. Now, I can read the comments of what people were saying. But, oh, you've been waiting for this and shit. You've I've been, been waiting for this all my life. I'm going to make everybody eat fucking crow. You got your shit. petty game on fleek and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just lift my gal to trade to die. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. He won't, but he won't. He won't kill you, but he won't have to save you either. Black Widow don't give a shit about this. She will kill you. She's a fucking assassin. That's the thing about it. And that's why I don't like what they did with Drakoff's daughter, because it's kind of like, you know cleansing her of her sins even though we know for a fact she killed a bunch of people you know yeah she killed a little kid but yeah and that's the thing because it's marvel (laughs) you can't get away with that shit you know uh (laughs) gabe i'm telling you i'm coming (laughs) they they gonna they're gonna get tired of me next weekend when they when they lift the spoiler uh shit up (laughs) elira's pride (laughs) i'm just a man cliff i'm just a man What was I talking about? Oh, back to Taskmaster. Okay, here's the thing what pissed me off about Taskmaster. Uh, first, I like the look. That's one thing. I did like the surface level stuff they got right with Taskmaster. Like when Taskmaster was doing the Spider-Man flips and the Black Panther Wakanda Forever and all that shit right there. I liked all that. Uh, but when they did the reveal, but I didn't like it how they went They went to the Winter Soldier well. We're just going to make it just a soulless robotic Terminator. Like, Nah, we've seen that before. Give Taskmaster's personality. Got a person, even though I know he's in the comic. I separate. I don't want a one 
be one translation of these movies. You're going to do something different, do something different, but at least make it interesting. Making him a soul, making her a soulless Terminator, I think took away from the character. You should have made the character. I know you want to make it like a Bond villain because you're making a Bond movie, but even Bond villains have personality. I mean, they do something. Yeah, yeah Jaws got a girlfriend in Moonraker. It did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that's my old thing about that. And, and you know what actually would really piss me off about Taskmaster? Not Taskmaster, the person that got to play Taskmaster. Oka Karolinko. Oka Karolinko been trying to get in the Marvel Universe since 2010. She was actually their first church, uh, choice for Black Widow. That was Josh Whedon's first choice for Black Widow. Because guess what? She's Russian. She can actually pull off a Russian accent. You know? And yeah. she's a former Bond girl, so she knows how this spy shit works. But no, they decided to go with ScarJo because, whatever, she's more famous and probably took a pay code of like that. But Oka Karolinko was hot at the time. You know, like a big, big rising star that quantum masala probably fucked her career up anything like that but then you're gonna stick her in this as a bullshit role for taskmaster that's wrong eli that's just wrong that's what it i is. got this stuff about yeah because she's a much better actress than some bullshit role just throw it in there you know and the black garden you can go in and be in kang loki i'm gonna talk about that too cliff we're gonna we're gonna talk about that briefly because i know eli got other shit to talk about oh <laughs> uh, what else we talk about i think that it oh and yeah, but and like i said yeah yeah and there's other things we can talk about also like i said rachel rachel vice in the movie was there has a then who who were we talking about earlier oh then Olga karolinko and everybody oh yeah <laughs> uh, look look I, i'm glad you said that <laughs> speaking of look scarjo gotta ask someone quit man we just, you know, when she wore that i'm pretty sure that's what got her the role of black widow <laughs> and, le- and for the record let let us let us let us point out that the Black Widow was directed by a woman. And yes. There was plenty of ass shots in that moment. Okay, so, so you saw it too. Now, here's <laughs> the thing. I don't know if, because I saw your purse, uh, post first about how every shot was ScarJo's ass, but when I watched the movie, every shot was ScarJo's ass. I'm just like, <laughs> it, it, it took me out the movie. I'm like, damn. Like, damn, like, damn that's a nice ass. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's leather. <laughs> You know, white leather. She's just walking like that. Even in jeans. We're going to talk about ScarJo's ass in the next 10 minutes. Like, give me a large buttered popcorn. <laughs> Hold the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you're going with that, Mr. <laughs> I was just like, that's what I'm wondering. Like, you got a woman director, but every shot is ScarJo's ass. Now, do you think it was intentional, Eli, or was it just ScarJo's ass is just, you can't help it? It's, oh, and yeah, oh, we're like, men. Hey, that's what we're gonna see. Hey, women like women too, man. Women like women's asses too. Hey, that, that's true. Hey, don't, I've heard plenty of women. Assume. I'm not assuming. <laughs> I've heard plenty of women say the scar George they haul pass. You know, that straight women <laughs> say that. You know, yeah, so. I, but hey, I wasn't. I, I wasn't mad at all the ass. So. I wasn't mad all the ass too. I'm, I'm just saying, Eli. Maybe it's because of our point of view. Maybe that's why the male gaze caught our attention because we're male and we were gazing you know maybe somebody that's not in the scar joe's ass maybe the six people on the planet maybe didn't notice the ass and you well, know I'm just they- saying, yeah there is that that you know there's that you know a vocal group that will say uh this is what happens when you let men make movies and stuff uh but like, like hey, Josh a, Whedon, a yeah. woman a woman direct i'm just saying a woman directed it and those those shots were pretty permanent it wasn't like those weren't those shots weren't on accident i'm just saying i'm just saying because in in avengers like scarjo's ass was on display 
Set, like yeah, setting yeah, setting up a camera, focus, lighting, a lot of thought is brought into that. So whatever's in the frame is on purpose. There's even a scene in Avengers where Scarjo was walking, and I'm thinking like, and like, like Banner and Cat walking behind. I'm like, damn, look at Scarjo's ass. And I promise you, like, she turned around, looked at the camera, and smiled at me. <laughs> like, and you then see that splat, ass? You went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, I've never finished the Avengers movie. Out of that shit. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> and the theater next to me, like, oh. <laughs> what's he doing <laughs> oh yeah well I, I think that's all i gotta say about the uh black widow movie like i said i like the movie not a perfect movie it did it did what it needed to do i think it has some strong things that if it wasn't a marvel movie they could have really went there but it did what it could do within the confines of what marvel let it do and then we make up the audience screw them alphabet haters that's <laughs> no this is russia's ass <laughs> you know what I'm so... yeah cap is america's ass <laughs> Capital America ass, Scarjo was Russia's ass. So yeah. So all right, I'm done. But give it a score, slap a score on it. Four out of five. That's what I think. Good movie. Watch it. Uh when it comes on October, when it comes out in Disney Plus on October, I'm gonna put it in rotation and probably make a list of where I'm going to put it. But as right now, I like it. So Eli, I'm gonna let you go. Oh, Shit on the movie. Okay. Do what you need to do. I, I, I liked it. I thought it was fine. I thought it was a, another totally serviceable Marvel movie. You know? Okay, because um, you said it was like Wonder Woman eighty four, and I was like, "Up, oh, that's that's what I need to know." I liked, I liked Wonder Woman eighty four. because Wonder Woman eighty four was perfectly okay with me, and that's how I feel about this. This was perfectly okay. It didn't wow me. I didn't think it was a piece of shit, just like fucking Wonder Woman. I I I didn't think Wonder Woman was totally terrible, and I didn't think it was anything great. I was like, I had a good time. I was entertained. Saw some action shit. Saw some ass, saw some, you know, cool fight scenes and shit. And I was entertained, you know. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was fine, you know. Um, yeah, Taskmaster was, I felt was underutilized and I felt they kind of wasted him. Um, but other than that, I pretty much had a good time with it, you know. I, I wasn't pretty, it was like your standard Marvel movie, which most of them are pretty just standard, you know, uh, you know, mediocre, go with the flow, status quo shit, just setting up the next shit. You know, and that's right. all this was, was setting up Hawkeye. And, and that's the thing. And a lot of people are asking about, should I watch this movie? Or what did you think about the movie? There's one thing you need to know about the Black Widow movie. If you like Marvel movies, you will like this. Yeah. If you're sick of Marvel movies and you don't like Marvel movies, you won't like this. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. much that simple. So. Yeah, I mean that's all. This all it, it was just a setting, a setting up of the a future shit. You know, I have no emotional, you know, attachment to Black Widow as a character. I'm not. I can't say I'm a big fan. And maybe if I was, like, like the Punisher and why I like Warzone or why I like the Ghost Rider movies or why I like Logan so much, I might have liked this a lot more. But as as it stood, I thought it was perfectly okay. You know, it, it 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 did its job. It did. It Marvel's got this formula down. They do it well. They did it again, and yeah, it was just you know another you know another Marvel flick to add to the you know twenty other ones we got or whatever. <laughs> most of them <laughs> I don't watch. Four, twenty four. Yeah, most I of them I don't. Years. I've only seen once and won't ever watch them again. You know that. But you know, there's a few that stand out that I do watch watch multiple times and still watch you know i have my favorites but as this one is just 
you know, one of those ones that just fall, you know, perfectly in the, in the line of, of the franchise and just keeps, keeps the motor running, keeps the factory going, you know? Yeah. You know, so, and that, that's all, you know, I thought, you know, three out of five for me, you know, it was nothing, didn't blow me away and I didn't think it sucked. There you go, Cliff. There's your rating. <laughs> you have it right on it. Let's see who else yeah. we got here. Uh, Red Garden was bananas in that movie. I thought it was pretty good. Thank you, Jeff B. Gerber. Yeah. And who's that the other creative, guy? The, the, the other guy. Creative Howard the Duck. Uh, let's see. Uh, the other guy. Uh, Sean, Sean Oradondo. Shout out to that Wait. guy for listening. I, I missed it. I missed him. He he left a comment and oh know, yeah he did it, it, yeah. that point in I, I missed that yeah. Red Guardian was literally Natasha's yes 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 okay yes Red Guardian is Natasha's husband in the comics not the doc- oh come on shot that, that great okay let let me let me address it let me address that <laughs> <laughs> yes we and I think that's a thing a lot of times a lot of things people are getting upset about the Taskmaster thing and like anytime they variate anything from the comics people say it's trash it's not always trash. Like I said, these are not one v one translations of the comics. They can do different stuff. And by now, y'all better have realized and figured out that Disney doesn't give a shit about comic fans. <laughs> They're not making this shit for us. Yeah, they they did yeah. something different. Yes, we know. Yeah. Well, the few of us that read comics know that Red Guardian is Black Widow's ex husband. You know that thought they died. So I call us the Widow. Whatever you know, but they did something different. You know, end of the day. It's it is what it is. So yeah, um, I, mean, I thought yeah. it was okay. I you know I think, um, yeah, everyone, yeah, Jay, everyone, yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, task, task was a big. Yeah, your yeah. your mind, and that's the thing. Like your miles may vary on how you feel about the movie because some people trash movie just because of Taskmaster. Which I hey, if that's what you came to see because it's all over the poster and they've been you know promoting this fight for two years. If yeah. you're not satisfied with with Taskmaster and you say that the movie sucks because of that one reason, I can't knock you for that. That's you know it's a yeah. valid concern. You know, yeah. If you go to see but one I, thing and they and don't I, and give I you that one thing, thing, you I think that's why everyone's so reactive about Marvel because we like I back to what I was saying. We hold Marvel to these higher standards and we forgive Marvel a lot. Like Marvel can get away with being mediocre because they give us pretty much the same shit all the time. Whereas every other comic book franchise movie. You know, they can't do mediocre or they get shit on right. like one day, one, one, like blood sport or blood sport, bloodshot. <laughs> you know, this like bloodshot, black widow, same shit to me. About this, okay, I agree. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, I won't go there. I won't go there. But yeah, you know, <laughs> but I mean, at the same time, blood sport, blood, bloodshot. the Vin Diesel movie. Yeah. The Vin Diesel Valiant movie. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. It was a serviceable, entertaining movie, yeah. but people just like, oh, it, been, it, it fucking it's, sucked. Yeah. Know? It's a piece of shit piece of garbage Hell, i like yeah. birds of prey for some reason everybody shit on birds of prey for some yeah, reason i, I like don't, I don't know why it is. yeah i i like birds but of you prey. Let, I, let let the internet tell it it's the worst movie it, yeah. of all time it caused covid you know but yeah but marvel gets away with being just okay you know what i'm right. saying they, like they people be- celebrated when sonic the hedgehog beat birds of prey like we won we won like <laughs> what did we win <laughs> yeah you know um so so yeah i mean i think you know, I mean, think comic fans are just there to like, ooh, ooh, I know that, you know, and that's, you know, they just. Because <laughs> it validates our existence. Look, we used to get shit on for this shit for like 20, 30, 40, 50, yeah. 60 years or whatever like that. So when you see a movie that does that one thing you remember from 1985, you're like, hey, I remember that thing. 
But if they don't do that thing, you can't say I remember that thing, you know. Yeah. So but that's what they they throw that shit in there to yeah, to placate comic book fans, you know. Kind of like the Big Bang Theory. Oh, they're like, hey, you nerds <laughs> like this shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, we can say, well, actually, you know, that shit like yeah. that. So that's no yeah. Taskmaster is really a Spider-Man villain and a Captain America and all this shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I mean, who cares? It doesn't matter. Look, if you bitch about it enough times in seven to eight years, some dude is just going to pick up the Taskmaster outfit and just wear it and boom, there you go. I'm the real Taskmaster alone. It's the same. It's like Mandarin. You bitch about it long enough, they'll fix it and do whatever you want to do. So. And they'll retcon it. And, you know, or, and then you know, say it was all part of the plan. You know, fan also snaps something, and you know it's it'll be all fixed. <laughs> yeah, I like stuff from ninety nine. Okay, so so ninety nine is gonna yeah, because ninety nine was Matrix and Phantom Menace. So I I, I see what you're saying, Cliff. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> and Fight Club and and, and Fight Club, yeah, American Blair, Pie, Blair Witch, <laughs> and <laughs> ninety nine was a was an awesome fucking year, man. Even yeah. though you know why? Because we all thought we were gonna die. <laughs> so we're like, let's cram in as much shit as possible before t- your two thousand hits. Titan oh, yeah. AE and what else? Yeah, froze over incredible cheers, Bay. Uh, thanks, Chief Queef eighty eight. Chief Queef. Okay, okay. I, he's been in here before. Shout out to Chief Queef. I'm, I'm sure I remember that name. <laughs> you know. Yeah, he does sound familiar. So yeah. All right, so we're we're done with uh, Black Widow. Whew, yeah, that was a. We we should have just did the whole show. Eh? Later, good night, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Say good night, Gracie. <laughs> That's an old joke there. No, no, we're gonna we're gonna power through. We're gonna power through. Uh, you watched the movie Eli? Like I said, I just had to get that out of my system. I I'm good. You did watch a movie, did, so yeah. I'm gonna sit back, smoke a cigarette, go take a shit real quick, let you knock it out, <laughs> and see what we're gonna go. I won't go, go 45 for. minutes on Fear Street. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. So yeah, um, for the horror heads, and I'm I, I love my horror flicks. Um, Fear Street has been on Netflix these past couple weeks. Last week, they had we had it's a movie trilogy, you know, three parts. Their Netflix is releasing them every week. So the first part, 1994, came out last week, and I loved it. I I thought I watched it twice. You know, I I I loved it. It was a total homage to slasher movies, to horror, you know, throwbacks to Scream and you know Halloween and all, all, you know sla- slashers of the 90s, 80s and 90s. Um, this week, part two, Fear Street, nineteen seventy eight, and I watched that. Um, I didn't like it as much as the first one. Um, I thought it was, uh, it had, it still had, you know, gore and it still had, you know, some solid kills, but, uh, it took a while to get going, you know? Um, so fear street, I'm, I'm, I'm going into spoilers. So, you know, you don't want it spoiled, go watch it, come back, check it out. Um, so yeah, fear street, it's, uh, uh, this town, it's got a curse, this witch back in 1666, uh, put a curse on this town and every like couple of decades or so her spirit comes and possesses somebody and they go on a murderous rampage, you know, go on a slat, like a slasher killer spree. Um, so that's been going on like every 12 years or so, you know, since 1666 um, in part one, they uh, yeah. Or part one in 1994, they realized as a, you know, the bunch of group of kids realized that the cur- curse was going on. 
Um, they're trying to stop this curse. Um, a bunch of them get killed. Um, they end up finding the sole survivor of the of the murder spree that happened in 1978, and that's part two. Part two, they talk to the survivor, and we basically, from her memory, is part two as the movie. We see her back in 1978, back at the at the camp, the summer camp where the murder spree happened, where the axe murder came and killed every you know a bunch of people at the at the at the summer camp. And, um, and, and yeah, and, 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 and it basically goes, it, it goes deeper into the curse and into the witch lore. They find out that the hand, she cut off her hand and bled on the, the, the devil rock or whatever to make this, to make this cast a spell. And they basically figured out that they have to get her hand back to the rest of her body to, you know, stop the curse. You know, oh, that's, that's hardcore. Okay. Yeah. So didn't happen yet because they all got killed and shit. <laughs> Okay. 616 you know, man what to do yeah 616 in the house yeah and basically rl stein now this is what kind of threw me for a loop because rl stein i'm thinking this shit's for kids no this is rated r and there's some pretty solid kills it gets pretty gory um there's there's a scene involving an outhouse that really grossed me out now i can do blood and guts that was a gross I, you out yeah, I can do blood and guts all day. You put in shit, and I'm I'm like gagging. <laughs> I can't handle that shit. Anyways, there's a cave. There was like a cave. Uh, there's some underground caves that led that that that's underground. That's underneath the camp, and one of it came up through one of the caverns. Came up through the outhouse, so they had to crawl through the out. You know, from the cave through the basically the shitter hole to get out. <laughs> And I was like going, eh, you know. Yeah. Okay. okay yes. <laughs> um, but this one, you know, like I said, it it uh, it moved the story along a lot more. We're 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 finding more about the witch's past, and um and all that. Uh, but it just took a while to get going. I didn't like it as much as the first one. The first one was out the gate, just you know, plot wise. I. You know, it threw me for a loop. It basically uh, paid homage to the slasher genre, to a bunch of horror genres, and then subverted them. You know, took it, went in in directions that I didn't expect it to go, and that's what I liked about it. Um, so this one, this was even Ugh. corn in one of the scenes of the poop. Okay. There was even corn. Oh, I didn't even see that. I didn't yeah, I'm, I'm not going to look that I think I was wincing. <laughs> yeah. Chief Queef, I'm glad you slow mode it to see it. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not. Yeah, you made a gif out of it and all that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got tired of the PG content. Yeah. That, that we're talking yeah. about R.L. Stein. Yeah. Yeah. Because from what I understand, Goosebumps is for kids, but Fear Street was for like young adults, for like older, like teenagers, young adult mm -hmm. series. So it went a little harder. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah. And yeah, Chief Queef, they used what's her, the little. Uh, the one girl from Stranger Things played the main girl in this movie. Um, so, but yeah, I still liked it. I'm still going to watch part three. Um, that one's going to be 1666. So they're going to go to the origin of Salem Witch Trial. Yeah. And I think we're going to go towards like the movie The Witch or, mm -hmm. um, you know, like, uh, yeah, like what's that? The Crucible and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, old timey, you know, pilgrims and quakers and you know and shit you know i don't know i wasn't a big fan of the witch i kept thinking where's all the indians the indians should come and scalp them all 
you know. <laughs> <laughs> Eli, you're not writing the story. <laughs> I <was> like, hey. <laughs> you know, so uh, anyways, yeah, I'll give it a three out of five. I, 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 it was, you know, I won't say disappointed. I just wasn't in, you know, I wasn't, you know, into it as much as the first one. The first one blew me away. This one was just, you know, it was cool, but, it, you know, I didn't like it as much. So, yeah. Yeah, and next week's part three. And I'll watch that and review that next week. So. Cool. Okay. All right. Uh, Yeah, I just want to just briefly talk about this. Just move on. We'll just talk about Loki for a second. Not going to go on a long thing about it like that. I just want to talk about it because next episode, I mean, next week, this Wednesday, is the last episode of this. What do we think about? What do you think about the Blair Witch movies? Uh, They sucked. Except Fucking the- gave me a headache, man. I, I was had a, such a headache. Watch out. Yeah. I remember watching the Blair Witch in the movie theater and the motion, the shaky camera. I was got a headache. I couldn't wait for them kids to die so I could leave and say I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty The ending really much got me, but I mean, that's after like a two hour watch and it's just like, no, nah, fuck. The rest of them, that, I couldn't even that, get into it. The documentary that came on sci fi, was it called The Curse of the Blair Witch that came out before the movie did? It was like a documentary. And it was like had clips of the the footage, and it made it sound like it was real. That was cool. That made me want to see yeah. the movie, you know. But yeah, people people movie, thought it was uh, real. So when the people yeah. actually started showing up on the Tonight Show and shit like that, like wait, they didn't die? Like yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> actors. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, I wanted to see the movie, you know. And then when I saw it, I was like. <laughs> Our co- oh, did he did he not like Blair Witch either? Uh, probably not. Yeah, Cliff. I mean, feel like y'all ganging up on me a lot of times on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh, like you know, I like the you know, I was like, this is kind of cool. But then after a while, the, the the camera was shaking, and I I get that motion sickness and shit, and I'm like, oh, I, you know, fucking die already, will you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's my thing. This is all I want to talk about Loki real quick. Like I said, the show's been going on. For me personally, the show's been kind of up and down about whether I feel like whether it's better than WandaVision, Falcon and Soldier, or this. It all boils down, Eli, to the last episode. Okay. The last episode will determine how I feel about this whole series. I feel like if they give me what I'm hoping, if they go above and beyond, and they give me what, what we're not expecting, like if they give us Kang the Conqueror, like they have Loki fight King the Conqueror. I feel like this probably will be my favorite series out of the Disney episode if they do that. But I don't think they will. If they give us another Loki, like, oh, it was another Loki that's over this whole thing and it's ultimate Loki, King Loki, Venom Loki, whatever like that. The show fucking sucks. That's how I feel. There is no in between. <laughs> it's either you either take me to the Kang. Or this show sucks. One or the other. I'm not going not in between it. So well, that's what that's I felt I it should have been. It should have been the Kang show or the Doom show or something. Or you know, yeah. but what did Gomer say? We were talking like Gomer, like Kang and Doom on like a Bill and Ted's adventure <laughs> going through time. <laughs> Somebody will write that. Chip Zdarsky will write that shit. He's gonna. Yeah. He got an idea of it right now. Yeah. Oh, you be watching the new show Manifest? No, but everybody won't shut the hell up about Manifest. Eli, have you seen that show? No, I don't even know what it People is. People will not shut up about Manifest. Manifest is, all I hear is Manifest, Manifest, Manifest. That's all I hear. No. Uh, Frog Thor get free. Oh, we riot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody said Chris Hemsworth actually recorded voice uh, work for Frog Thor. They just, they cut it out. So oh. whether or not that happened or not, I don't know. Let's see. Um, it's canceled. It's, oh, Manifest? Oh, what's the point then? 
uh, haven't seen it, but it looked okay. Yeah, people won't shut about Manifest. They I don't like even Manifest. know what it is. Is it? I Eli, I, I, people will not shut up about Manifest. Every time I turn around, somebody's asking about Manifest. Everybody, everybody, my job says something about Manifest. So All I don't right. know. It's on Netflix. Uh, what are we talking about? Uh, Eli, we might have to cut some topics because we are running long. <laughs> <laughs> but I, kn- I know you want to talk about this because you, you dropped this in the inbox three times. So we're going to okay. make sure we talk about this topic. You know, I'm going to just step back because I'm actually curious about what it is. So let me see. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Is this, is this about how I come? Ah, 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 ah. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the here audience we go. take it. <laughs> right. Oh, Faust. Does does Cliff remember Faust? Cliff, have you read Faust? <laughs> Cliff has to know Faust. I'm thinking he knows it. I don't know uh, what it is, but okay. So uh Faust is a really hardcore, violent, um, graphic comic book that came out in the 90s. Basically, kind of like Spawn, predated Spawn, or did it predate Spawn? Maybe I think it might have predated Spawn. Now that I think about it, you know. Well, um, but basically, this guy makes a deal with the devil, and he fights. He sees demons. He goes crazy. He fights like demon mobsters and shit. And it's very graphic. Um, very lot of very gory kills. Like I'm talking like not that's that's nothing. A, a severed head ain't shit. They sever <laughs> like genitalia and shit. This is like graphically sexual scenes and shit it's basically porn you know um very graphic uh right before violence so, okay, and so Cliff does know about it okay yeah okay yeah um tim v hill drew it he's kind of like you know uh you know infamous and i almost i went to a con in denver me and my friends we all had our faust books to meet tim v hill to get him signed and when we got there he was gone <laughs> oh damn yeah this is <laughs> like back he in never like, existed yeah. yeah this was back in like nine mid 90s or whatever whenever this shit was big you know and this when when a con was like in like a, like a hotel closet it was like literally in like this little <laughs> right little room in the back of a hotel <laughs> it wasn't being streamed or anything like that yeah yeah <laughs> um but yeah it, it you know they made a movie um, Brian Usna actually made the movie in back in the nineties. Uh, he did society. He did one of the return of the living dead movies. He's produced a lot of, he did a lot of shit with Stuart Gordon who made reanimator and, you know, from beyond and Dagon and stuff like that. Um, the intestine reach. <laughs> uh, there's so much, dude, there's so much shit in this comic that I can't even talk about. <laughs> the hell man. <laughs> Or what comes out, like what comes out of stuff. Like, remember, these are demons. There's like demon orgies, snakes and creatures comes out of, like come out of things, come out of orifices. This is this is wicked underground shit. You know, there's no way a movie is going to do this or a TV series or whatever they're making is going to do this justice unless like Brazzers, you know, makes it, <laughs> produces <Right>. it. <laughs> you know oh, what I'm saying? So yeah, but it is, uh, you know, they are uh, they are making. Sony is in development of an animated Faust series. We'll see how it goes in the in an age of the boys and in, and Invincible. They right. can get pretty but keep graphic. in mind, like boys had to get toned down. There's yeah. nowhere near like it is in the comics. So I don't know. Did they say yeah. where Sony was dropping this or putting? And it? the boy and the boys comic ain't as hard as Faust. Like Faust right. is probably one of the most graphic, violent. You know comics ever you know? time and fallout 
Huh. Yeah. Live action felt like a horror dark comedy porn with heavy. Yeah, metal the stuff. yeah, it had a metal soundtrack, you know, new metal soundtrack mm-hmm. back in the nineties. Yeah, the movie was kind of whack. It was kind of whack, you know. Um yeah. but yeah, so they're making this. Um, we'll see how it goes. I don't think it's gonna if you can find the comics, you know, they're pretty graphic. It's not for the squeamish, not for the easily offended, not for it's it'll test some of the even hardcore, you know, uh, you know, horror fans and shit. But um, but yeah. We'll see how it goes. The shit we grew up with as kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we turned out okay. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So we move on to the next part of the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, we're running long. We're running long in time because, like I said, the Black Widow thing went a little bit longer. But now we're going to jump right into it. Uh, any other topics, we'll probably come back next week and take care of those. But like I said, it's Comic Book Bullies where we talk about the comic books. And Eli, I'm just going to do one book. Because only Seriously? honest. I'm just gonna do. I had I read other shit, but I'm just oh. doing a book. Yeah, but well, I'm gonna let I, sh- you... I should start doing that. Yeah, I don't only talk only, about only, only, only this time, only this time. Back <laughs> the regular schedule program, we're gonna knock it out. But this time, just one book. But I'm gonna let you go first because I know you knock out as many as you want. But I'm doing one because I have okay. to knock this one out. Okay. Well, um, Batman number one ten. That's. I'll just go down the list. Okay, Batman 110. Hold on, look, before we go, let me see what 616 got. Uh, Fast Move, someone became a pile of melted ass and tits and gave birth. Well, yeah, it was Brian Usman. What the hell are you? (laughs) Brian Usman. I'm sorry, I'm I'm confused, man. (laughs) There's a movie called Society, you know, that Brian Usna directed. And it's real, the ending is just fucked up and weird and shit. But it's, it's also a comment on like classism, rich people, you know doing shady shit to keep their wealth and fucking over, you know, the working and poor classes. That's like the theme of the movie, but they have this weird alien orgy at the end. And it's just like that. So, you know, he made the Faust movie and that's basically a throwback to society, you know? So, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So Batman 110, this is just, Batman and Peacekeeper One have a fight finally. Okay, so um, how long has Peacekeeper One been in these books? They've been teasing uh, well, him. But, he, yeah. he finally, they finally put him online, and he's yeah, like last issue I think, and they're fighting. You know the 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 conspiracy is out. Simon Saint is that his name? Simon Saint. Let's Howard let's go Saint? with that. It, Something like Howard that. Howard Saint is from the Punisher movie. <laughs> oh, Howard. Saint. <laughs> that was John Travolta. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Saint has you know made the, the 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 uh the the peacekeepers they're like enhanced robotic cops who will not ask questions or just shoot everybody basically Robo a militarized cop. police Robo they put cop. peacekeeper okay. one online batman's beating them up um so yeah right uh yeah batman they're fighting they're fighting okay uh peacekeepers you know they're and they're having a conversation peacekeepers like i'm here to save the city because you fucked it up you don't do any good blah 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 bitching about every all the reasons why everybody bitches about batman and batman's <laughs> like you know you like you know you, you know never what? save the hood yeah, yeah you don't like save that, the yeah. hood you you know now you're working with harley and Ghostmaker, and you work with villains now and blah 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 and batman's like you know what fuck you man harley's a good guy now Ghostmaker's a good guy now. That's what I do, man. I rehabilitate criminals, motherfucker, while you just kill them. And, you know, and then a building blows up and Harley and Ghostmaker save Batman. 
<laughs> that's about it. Four out of five. Okay, you know. I, I gotta ask a question. What is this? Oh, what? I don't, I don't know what that is. But, but I mean, it, it's Ghost Scarecrow. Maker, I mean, but. Ghostmaker. Scarecrow was in in cahoots with Sal, Howard Saint or Simon Saint. You know. <laughs> okay. Not so it was, Bolton, yeah, yeah, Simon Saint set this thing all up so he could get the mayor to approve the the cops and the peacekeepers and basically turn the future state shit in Gotham shit. You know, it was all conspiracy. You know, he bombed. They bought. They blew up the city hall. They were behind all these a bunch of terrorist attacks. So the mayor would approve peacekeepers. You know, was it the magistrate or whatever that they were called? Yeah, because the magistrate is the 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 company that runs the peacekeepers yeah. and this peacekeeper one. So peacekeeper one yeah. is that guy that, that got blown up on yeah. Arkham. The That's Mahoney okay. or whatever. Oh, yeah. Whatever Mahoney, Matt Mahoney, or I forget. I forget. <laughs> but yeah. Police Academy. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just giving people names. We don't care. Fuck it. Oh yeah. Mahoney Tower, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. Right. <laughs> What was the guy that did the voices? What was his name? Yeah, him. Oh shit! What was it? What was his name? I forget. What yeah. was his name? It's Tackleberry. Soon as the podcast, or... <laughs> not the one Tackleberry. That was the guy with the gun. There was the gun. The gun. The Soon as we ca- cut off this podcast, that name is gonna Cliff. pop in my head. I... Cliff, what's the guy? Cliff. The the sound guy from Cliff Bruce knows. Kennedy. Cliff knows. Cliff, Cliff fact check us. Yes. What was that guy? The guy with the sound. You know the guy. You know the guy. He did the sounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, it's on me. Okay. Yeah. Sure. All right. So I got the only book I'm gonna do because I like I said I had a bunch of other books I were gonna do. Hold on, let me see what we got here. Six one six man, uh, Scarecrow getting a big push versus Big Bill. Yeah, doing Future State, Scarecrow is like the guy. Like he shows up in like everybody's books. Yeah, yeah. So plus he team, you know, he like kidnapped Harley and some shit like that. So yeah, so the book I'm gonna gonna do one book. I was gonna do a whole bunch of books. I'm gonna just do one book, and I'm gonna just do. I think this is the number one book of the week. But we're gonna do. Well, not my number one book of the week. I think the best-selling book of the week. I just go with that. Okay. Uh, X Men One. Yes, they rebooted it I was again. What the fuck is X Men One again? What the fuck? They they they, they rebooted it again <laughs> because they could do it. And this is not Jonathan Hickman. No, Hickman doing this book. Yeah, so he's done because technically Hickman wasn't even doing an X Men book. He was doing like an anthology series. He just called it X Men, but just different assholes just showing up every other big book. But this is a x-men book like the x-men are back 18 uh, so this is it, so is this the, the team that everybody voted for and shit this is the team everybody voted for so this is the team they're together they go on adventures new york they have a base all this shit like that so this is x-men 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 like how, how we expect to see x-men you know so where we're we going with it? i'm gonna see if i can show you the team uh yeah see if i can blow it up you got cyclops you got gene gray you got uh rogue you got wolverine of course you know formerly x23 sunfire is on the team so that's pretty cool oh yeah uh polaris like i said she was voted on the team also you know basically laura and polaris on the team because they're daddies you know got power and shit like that uh and sink sinks on the team he's the one black guy because they gotta have a black guy on this team so yeah um so let's just jump into it. Let me get out the way. Put us out of there. Boom. Okay. So let's get to it. Where we're we going with this? Uh, they're basically. Oh, it's some guy that named Fee Long. <laughs> Not from Street Fighter, but he just calls himself Fee Long. That's his name. 
and he's mad because he was about to colonize earth but then the mutants came out of nowhere and, and colonized the whole planet like a week before he was going to do it so he's pissed off and he's going to do something and yeah whatever so anyway we cut to the x-men and he said he did something to his body that mars would never amount to so i'm pretty sure he'd be a baddie down the road but anyway let's go to the x-men they have taken over new york they have a a tree house that they bought some property in new york and they bet and that's their base of operations and uh sink like i said the black guy that, there the daily planet daily bugle which one is dc which one is marvel daily bugle they're trying to interview <laughs> one yeah i, I get them confused man same shit yeah uh so yeah but then they decided to disappear anyway let's get to it psylocke not psylocke polaris polaris is there she's there at the the clubhouse and they basically give us a whole view of what the clubhouse is polaris there and you know it's the typical thing they show them the the war room you know where they hand out missions uh the new plane the new plane is no longer called the blackbird the plane eli is now called the proud star to honor thunderbird's memory oh that's yeah just like the dodge dakota (laughs) (laughs) or the pontiac or the winnebago or the jeep Jeep cherokee (laughs) you got a brandy baby (laughs) to honor his sacrifice my thing is this eli if they can resurrect every single mutant on the planet why the hell can't resurrect thunderbird why is he the only mutant that can't what what is it i don't know it's it doesn't make any sense to me but anyway they they go there they show everybody it's one of those if you read those old silver age comics where you read the baxter building and you know all this like that they give a breakdown of all the stuff they do all that anyway big monster shows up big monster attacks the city rogue is there rogue is there did i name rogue yeah she's there in old classic 90s outfit somebody uh destroys something she catches it and it's like this big ass monster that looks weird slaps her across and it slaps her through a bunch of buildings like you know like man of steel nobody gets pissed off it just happens x-men <laughs> show up yeah they go in and you know all this shit like that so they go in attack mode none of the x-men can do anything about it i'm gonna just go to the cool shit that happens in the book the the monster beats the shit out of them so what they do is that they form uh this little protective bubble to stop the x-men and then sunfires is like if we can no sink is like if you put this together give me some metal sunfire if you power this up blah 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 do that and they all get together and the monster turns around and you have the first appearance of the x mech no we got to go back the x mech is kind of cool so they they cool. are yeah so it's like a voltron type thing that sun power sunfire powers up so they go all you know pacific rim on and shit like that and start beating up the kaiju monster in the you know the hudson river shit you know and then uh they it rips off the arm shit like that but they're able to do just enough damage where they're able to like get a little spot in there and that's when lars is like okay i have an opening let me out she jumps in and just goes to work on top of it while she's carving this monster up then gene gray gets a psychic link from captain america say the avengers 30 seconds out the thing says the fantastic four like 10 miles away and gene gray like look we, we got this by the time you get here we're already done you can come for cleanup if you want that's it you know so they beat the monster and they keep the X-Mech. So the X-Mech is going to be a thing in this book. It's their new, and the X-Men are waving. Yeah, the X-Men, we love you. All the shit like that. So who sent the monster? Let's just cut to it. Uh, I don't know. Some dude called Cordius Ray. Anyway, 
aliens were betting on it. They were betting on who would win. The monster would destroy Earth or would one of the superheroes on Earth destroy them? So they bet on who would win. The people that voted on the superheroes, they won money. But they're going to keep sending monsters until the Earth gets destroyed. And yeah, some other shit happens, but I don't care. But that's the, that's the book. So I don't know, Eli. I think I think I'm out. I think I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Of oh, the X-Men. I think I'm I'm think I'm done. Until Hickman comes back. <laughs> uh it was Moses. No, I don't think it was Moses back. <laughs> if old Tron shake my head, yeah, it was it was it was uh yeah, him. Let's see. My thing is I jumped back on to the X-Men train because of Hickman. If Hickman is out, I'm out. I don't give a shit about Voltron X-Man. That shit's cool, but I like the anthology shit Hickman was doing, you know, exploring, you know, the deep shit that the X-Men were doing. This corny shit here, I'm just like, I know, I know, you know, comic fans eat this shit up. I'm over it. I don't care. But that's just me. So until Hickman comes back, I'm coming back. Because Hickman's not Hickman's not done. He's actually working on some some good shit, you know planning you know the apocalyptic inferno shit or like that so when he comes back in i'll be back in this shit i don't care jones jones was his name jones i thought that was i thought jones was somebody else okay i'm gonna give you another test uh, clip who was the dispatcher sweetwater sweetbuck something the dispatcher uh, the dispatcher the one with the the tiny voice that got mad start yelling at people you know who the the the, the black lady hooks hooks yeah. yeah okay here's the thing about hooks now we, like, we heads we, up dirt bag that okay was that the Eli lady? here's the thing about hooks hook was hooks was fine as shit she was on an episode of the Jeffersons <laughs> where, where she was Lionel's girlfriend wearing a red dress and I was like that's hooks what the fuck nobody believes me nobody believes that hooks is fine as hell but she was but and when they were gonna actually do it in Police Academy two we we're gonna have hooks wear like a, a fine-ass dress, but she gained weight, so they just dropped the joke, and that was it. But they hired her in the first scene because she was fine as shit. Let's talk about comics. Okay. <laughs> um, well, since we're doing X-Men, I guess I'll just do Hellions real quick. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> hooks, there we go. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, Cliff remembers Hooks. Hook, Cliff, tell me you don't remember Hooks. Okay. Uh, doing this big masterpiece tie in to wrap everything. Uh, her Hickman's done and he was kicked off. No, 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 he's not done. He's not done. Hickman got some more X shit coming because if he's done, fuck these X Men books. That's just me, but yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Hellions number 13. Um, uh, Sinisters, you know, shit that he's the shady shit Sinister's been doing has finally came out to the open. The team. Figured out that he killed them back on Araco or whatever the fuck back in the Exos the, the eggs of swords. Or, yeah, yeah, that they, he had killed them and left them there. You know, um, uh, one of his one of the sinister clones comes back and they're fighting, mad at the shit that he's been doing because he left a clone there to die too. <laughs> well, damn. So they're fighting. So sinister's fighting one of his clones. And then the fucking rest of the team show up and like, what the fuck? And then the clone's like, yeah, this motherfucker left you to die and all this shit, you know? And he's like, why, why for? And he's like, well, it was to, get, to get samples of the clones of those, uh, what are those motherfuckers called? Those demons that those- Shit, I those, forgot. Man. Those motherfuckers. Those demon yeah. mutants and shit. <laughs> demon shit. So they got the a weird of, Hickman name, but yeah, it was whatever. Yeah, the, the, the uh, something with the A, I can't remember. Um, 
uh, Amenth. Amenth. Anyway, yeah, that, I knew it was whatever. Amen. Yeah, whatever. Amen. Yeah, that sounds better. <laughs> that sounds demony. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, a bunch of them show up. Like they're like, "What? You fucking killed us, motherfucker! You were about to whoop your ass." And then a bunch of those demons show up. So it looks like the Hellions are gonna have to fight them demons. Wait, you so know? those demons show up on Krakoa? Uh, yeah, apparently he must have made clones. I guess I don't, he must have made yeah, the clones. Fuck. Okay, because I thought the so, whole point. Was to stop them from coming through the call, but okay, yeah, whatever. Well, that well, he he had them. He stole samples of their DNA. Oh shit! To make them, so sinister made clones of them. So, you know, that sounds like a very big idea. Like, because the whole point of the crossover was not that it happened. You saying that it happened? Please don't tell me this wrapped up in one issue. No, it's just to be continued. Like, like those okay. demon, the amenth yeah. or whatever showed up, and then it's like okay. Next next issue. So basically, yeah, that could be like a a arc. Yeah, issue, yeah, everybody know like this is like they didn't know what happened. They couldn't remember what happened during the Exosword shit. You know, because when he rebooted, him, he erased their mind up yeah. to that point. Yeah, and the clone told him, "No, he killed you guys and shit." So you because you guys were getting the the DNA shit and the like, oh word, and then they're like all pissed off. But then those I meant motherfuckers show up. See, Cliff, I don't know if that's a compliment or not. <laughs> I don't know if you're being sincere. I guess it could be. and I guess it's like a backhanded compliment, like it's good and bad at the same time. I guess we kind of go with it. Because they both got these meaty stories. Like, you got to dig in, you know. Give you just a, a morsel. Just take it, <laughs> you know. But, yeah. All right. So, I'm, four out of five on yeah. Hellions. Um, what did I do? What did I do? Batman before. Okay. Hulk. Immortal Hulk. Hulk. Okay, let's go Total to Hulk, number 48. Um, this is uh basically I I gotta show this though. Just one I yeah, I, I already I already know what you're about to show. I tried to <laughs> I tried to get a scan before I got on here, but I'm gonna so see if I get it, it before you get it. Hold on, let me let me, let me blow it. Let me let me because I, I know you're about to show. Let me see yeah. if I get this. Uh where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Yeah, that's it. Hold on, let me get this. Compliment. Okay, cool. Because Morrison be fucking up sometimes. But yeah, <laughs> let me let me blow. Yes, this. Hold up, my bad, my bad, Eli. I fucked up. <laughs> there we go. Okay, so there you go. Okay, so you got Red Harpy and Hulk po- post coitus. They just knocked the boots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you see Hulk like doing up his pants and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, that's all this is. It's you know. Hulk and Betty, or Hulk and Harpy, or Betty, basically have a conversation about the history of their relationship. And basically, Betty's like, you know what? You've just been running away your whole life. You've been running away from me, and I've been chasing you, trying to fix all the shit you did. Um, you know, and and then she finds out that it's it's fix it, that it's Joe fix it. And I, you know, and then they're like, What you left, you left banner in hell? Like, what the fuck, you asshole? You know, <laughs> um, and that's kind of about it. They're like, you know, he actually tells her that he loves her. Like he's always, he's always loved her and all that stuff. But, you know, but because of Hulk and, you know, he, he's always got shit, you know, always fucking shit up. So she ends up taking off. And then, you know, Hulk is like, you know, I'm trying to do better. I know I fuck everything up, but I'm still trying to do better. You know, um, then he goes out to, you know, he's like, you know what? Let's go to hell and get banner. And that's kind of what it is. So it's kind of like a heart warming you know snapshot into like 
Betty and Bruce and their relationship and all the stuff that they've been through. And, you know, um, yeah, I thought it was kind of, kind of poignant, you know, a little, little break from all the shit that's been going on. Just focus on, you know, Betty and Bruce and shit. So yeah, four to five. They got a chance to hook up again. So yeah, yeah they got, they got to knock the boots. Reminded me of like some like Hellboy shit. Like, you know, uh, when uh, Abraham Sapien and, and Hellboy too, when he he had a hot he had the hots for that uh, elf chick and shit, and you know monsters falling in love and shit. I thought that was good. <laughs> oh yeah, and plus with the fire chick in the first couple movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? Oh, Star Wars bounty hunters. So okay. oh, let me see what six months if Hulk really smashing more like WB would let Batman do. <laughs> Actually, they would let Batman smash. They would just would let him go down on Catwoman. That's all. Because him and, Bat- and Catwoman do it. They just do it with the clothes on. But yeah. <laughs> what do we got? Um, so Star Wars Bounty Hunters, number 14. This is still continues. The War of the Bounty Hunters um, event that's going on where uh, all the bounty hunters are after Han Solo, Frozen, and Carbonite. Um, Boba Fett fucked up and got, got Han Solo stolen from Crimson Dawn. Crimson Dawn is the crime organization we saw in Solo. Um, uh, and basically everybody's out. Even Boba Fett has a bounty on him now because Jabba's like, you fucked up. You're dead. I'm putting a bounty on you now. But this is this is more about Valance and Tonga and Losha. Now, this goes back to that first story arc of when they first had this series about the two warring crime syndicates and they had an illegitimate daughter that kind of fucked up the feud or whatever and could bring peace and stop the war but they have her in high all the other gangsters are trying to kill her so she's in hiding they kind of go back to that story arc which i totally fucking forgot um so a little convoluted i was kind of like on the ride for the whole, you know, Crimson Dawn shit. Um, there's an action scene where Dengar and Valance get chased by, you know, Crimson Dawn assassins and shit, and that's cool. But it, this one, it, it feels a little convoluted by bringing that old storyline back. I'm a kind of reminding me of some Game of Thrones shit, you know, like what, like all the fucking kingdoms in Game of Thrones. Like why, why did it have to be seven? You could have got away with this with five. Like five or kingdoms, four have, or three, you know, yeah, or three remember, kingdoms. You know? Like, yeah, yeah, you bring it up. Oh, shit, what did this kingdom do? Yeah, oh, northeast, man, west, boom, there you go. <laughs> I forgot about these motherfuckers. That's what this felt like. Well, damn, I forgot about this. shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, three out of five, a little convoluted. Um, what else did I do? What else was on the list? Uh, let oh, me look, let me look, let me look. fight girls, fight girls. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Okay, so this is Frank Cho's fight girls. If you follow him on Instagram, he's been previewing this shit for like at least a year. Now, now, who is this uh, guy? Frank Cho. He's the big. Oh, booty. Frank. This Frank Cho. Big bo- yeah, Frank Cho. Yeah, he he draws the big booty. Chicks. I, I didn't. Big I booty. didn't know. He. I didn't know this was his book. Okay. Yeah, it's his own book. Um, it's about like a. It's like some futuristic space kingdom that needs an heir to a throne, uh, a queen. And they're basically holding this contest where a bunch of women warriors have to fight through all these trials to, you know, win the throne and rule the universe or whatever. And these trials, there's like four different challenges. This first book was about the jungle that's full of dinosaurs and monsters and tigers and bears. Oh, my. Oh, my. (laughs) Uh, All that. Um, 
if you're a fan of Frank Cho, it's cool. But this is just another excuse for Frank Cho to draw big asses. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. I ain't mad at it. <laughs> he know? knows his audience. <laughs> yeah. You know, hot chicks in skimpy stripper outfits fighting dinosaur. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, Frank has got himself in trouble a bunch of times for that shit, though. But, hey, not yeah. with us. <laughs> yeah. You know, so... Massage for all the misogynists and sexists, this is for you. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't want to read it, you ain't gotta read it. <laughs> <laughs> but for seriously, I don't know if I'll stay with this. I wanted to check it out just to see it, but you know, it, it is just you know, chicks running around fighting monsters could be cool. I don't know if I'm gonna pick up the second issue, but uh, yeah, if you're a fan of Frank Cho, you know, it's 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 all right. Um. And I think that's about, I mean, I read a bunch of other shit. Post-Americana still continues to be one of my favorite books right now. Um, futuristic, you know, Mad Max style apocalyptic war zone with a lot of crazy, you know, artwork. That's dope. Geiger. I'm still reading Geiger by uh, 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 Jeff Johns and Gary Frank. Same thing. Oh, yeah, Mad that Ma book. That's Okay. Yeah. That was that was this one actually pretty cool. It was like a Mad Max chase. It's the same shit. Post-apocalyptic Mad Max shit with the uh, the glowing man, this radioactive hero. Um, that was pretty cool. Um, and then Noctera, number number five or four. What do we have? Number four. So this is Scott Snyder and Tony That's S. Scott Daniels. Snyder, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're they're like you know horror, you know sci-fi book about the end of the world through darkness and the and every little thing turns into like shadow monsters and all that. So pretty cool. You know, I, yeah, I read a ton of, there's a, a lot of shit dropped this week. Really? I, Cause I, honestly, I, you know what? Cause it was indie shit to drop. Yeah. <laughs> a lot, of, like, for, a lot like, of shit. Yeah. Americana or post Americana Geiger, a lot of not care. A lot of the indie shit that I've been reading dropped out. I, I, the night, the nice house on the lake. I read the signal. I read the signal just cause you know, <laughs> But then it's good because I started to it as just like I don't want to read. It was Black right. Robin. Yeah. It was I, right, you know. Um, so yeah, I'm booked out. Wow. Look, it's only an hour and twenty. We got that. We, yeah, because we, really we went there. two hours last week with nothing happening, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I try to make sure we kept it shorter this time. I know we're gonna, you know, my boss gonna be mad at it because he said he liked it when it's long and lengthy and girthy you know that's what she said you know but <laughs> <laughs> try to keep it a little bit shorter so yeah appreciate everybody listening to us hope we didn't keep you on too long i know it's late as hell i want everybody to get to bed in time so they can get some sleep or whatever like that get a chance to go to work uh next week i don't know what's coming on next week but we will figure something out i think what like space jam or some shit I don't, oh, know. I don't know. I don't know if I was. I didn't plan on watching. I will it. review watching? it, but I will not attach it to Harvey Weinstein this time. So <laughs> I will just watch it. You know. <laughs> oh shit. So uh, yeah. Like I said, follow us next week. Appreciate everybody coming in. I check number. See what it looked like. Until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. And we will talk to you guys next week. Same bully time. Same bully channel. Friends, it's fun to lose and to.
pretend she's overboard and selfish. I know, I know a dirty word. Hello, 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 with the lights out. It's less dangerous here. Oh well, whatever, never